1: Yeah, no, don't get
0: Luke started on taxes ever. Never mention the word taxes
1: or or accounting or payroll. We're done with that. We're over
0: account- we're over accounting. It's like
1: every we're time over I taxes over all that stuff. Every time I sign payroll, I literally like Michael Appa, who's our senior accountant. He like I'm going through payroll, and he just sees me stop, and I turn to my notebook. And I take a little note. And it, it takes me forever to get through payroll. And he's like, one day he goes, well, what, what are you doing? I know what you're I'm doing. I'm he thinks I'm writing notes for him. Like, there must be something <laughs> yeah. wrong with the numbers. I go, oh, no, no, I'm writing notes to talk to my executive team. <laughs> I'm writing myself notes. Like, what is this? Uh, <laughs> like, do you guys realize how much we're spending yeah, on this? Yeah,
2: wait a how second. How much we spending on that. That's <laughs> like, oh, so we do now.
1: I, ra- I ran into uh, our outside sales manager literally yesterday after I signed the uh, payroll for our presenters out in the field, I ran into, I was like, hey, hey, we got to get that tracking done. (laughs) I was like, it's my reminder
0: every two weeks. All right. Well, today on the podcast, we have a great guest for you. We're going to get into it in just a minute. Yes. But first, we're going to start off a little bit differently. If you're a financial advisor, if you're a real estate agent, if you're an attorney, you want to stick around for this podcast, for this guest. But we've been getting some reviews on the podcast recently. Normally, we we talk about... It's Christmas morning. It's Christmas, yeah. (laughs) Normally, we talk about sending a review at the end of the podcast. But for anyone who doesn't make it all the way through, all right, we're going to tell you about that a little bit right now. So on iTunes, if you go on and rate us on iTunes, leave a comment. It really helps us not only kind of hear from you guys, but also give us a sense of what you like, what you don't like. Right now, on Reminder Media Stay Paid Podcast, we have 79 ratings, 78 are five stars. Woo! Yeah, one, one four-star. So we're going to pat ourselves on the back a little bit there. Yes, but I want one to of shout them out, is my mother, I hope. I want to shout out a couple of you guys who left reviews recently. This might be your mom. <laughs> I got no ID Joe is the username.
1: I got no Nah, that's definitely not my mother. <laughs> no, she's not, she's not that. I assume he's a
0: guy because he says Joe. So he says, as a new realtor, mm. I found these podcasts to be very helpful and motivational. I listen to them while on the road and always choose one or two nuggets. Golden nuggets, hopefully. Yes. From each podcast to implement, keep them coming. Thanks, Joe, for sending that review. Another one from Dwight Realtor, same day, July 19th, just a few days ago. Luke and Josh are great hosts. Did you hear that, Luke, Ooh. Luke and Josh? And Josh.
2: Yeah. I but got Luke it. came Finally. first. Finally, the re- the I got record a little bit show, of
1: Luke came first. I, the I did
2: notice that Luke came first. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Luke and Josh are great hosts, and they have an amazing lineup of guests, including ours today, sharing a wealth of information. The underlining thread is the importance and various ways of connecting with our clients. They cover a wide variety of topics that can be implemented in many industries. I'm going on 30 years in my real estate career, and these podcasts have got me re-energized. Thank you. Whew. Thank you, Dwight Realtor. So that's a new realtor and a realtor it's with It's Dwight years from experience. the
1: office. I'm just kidding. A little
0: bit of everybody here on Stay Paid Podcast. But today on the podcast, we have Brad Swinehart. Brad Swinehart is the VP of Business Development for White Glove. He has helped grow the client success team there at White Glove from 12 employees to now over 50 highly trained seminar coaches and account managers, guiding the team that is working with over 1,500 advisors who have completed over 10,000 seminars, which is exactly what we're going to be talking about today. White Glove's done-for-you seminars. Now in his primary role, Brad is overseeing creating strategic partners, partnerships with financial institutions all across the U.S. and our northern neighbors, Canada. Meeting with the decision makers and C-level executives at financial firms and other professional service companies to build relationships on behalf of White Glove. Brad, and welcome to the podcast.
2: Hey, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, Brad. I hear that Luke is a great host. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited to, <laughs> yeah. Dude,
1: this is awesome. Hey, le- leave a review afterwards. Leave <laughs> a review. Yeah, oh, yeah well,
2: I'm going to I'll text my mom too. Yeah, yeah, just make sure
1: it's two five star reviews. Hey, man, we're excited to have you on, guys. For you who don't know about White Glove, you need to know, especially if you are a financial advisor, a real estate agent. Are you guys doing attorneys yet? Are you guys helping attorneys?
2: We are. Okay. We are. Yeah. uh, State planning has taken off.
1: Yeah. So gonna be our next. You got to listen up. Seminars are a really, really good and I think underused or underutilized, especially in the real estate world, way to generate leads. And these guys have a very, I call it gutsy kind of take on it because they take on all the risks. That's the thing that uh, impressed me the most when we met White Glove is that they really took to heart Tony Robbins. He talks about creating an irresistible offer. Mm. And when I first met them, they talked about that, this irresistible offer, and their irresistible offer literally is, they're going to allow you to try a seminar and they'll take every bit of the risk on. And not only will they take the risk on, they'll guarantee it. So I hope I've intrigued you a little bit because you're about to hear a way to generate leads in your business, try it with no risk. So you're going to learn about it. You can try it with no risk. And they're going to guarantee. And wait, there's more. There's more. Uh. They're going to guarantee your success. So... Before we go there and you kind of walk them through what this whole spiel of seminars are, why should people even be using seminars for those who don't know, who are maybe newer to the business, even what a seminar is for their industry? Tell us a little bit about kind of your journey, man. I'm just curious, you know, now you're the VP of business development, but walk us through kind of how you got into with White Glove, your journey that's brought you up to today. Why are you passionate about it? Why are you traveling all over the country to convince business owners to do seminars?
2: Awesome. Hey, well, absolutely. Thanks for having me on here, share my story a little bit. Um, I come from more of a sales management background. I crack skulls and nature. People are doing what they're supposed to be doing and try to keep those sales in line. And anybody's ever run a business before, they know it's, it's sometimes like herding squirrels, you know, trying to get sales people to, <laughs> to do what you want them to do. Um, and that's really my background is is really in that sales management. And I kinda left a um a, a retail establishment with six hundred employees, came right to the basement of a financial advisor firm with twelve salespeople and kind of took that leap because I was just so excited about what they had going on and this the, the business model was just crazy unheard of. And at the end of the day, what they provide not only to clients but to the uh, the end user is just is amazing, and I think that that is that passion is what led me to just dive into this business, learn it, learn um, all the ins and outs, and how to be successful with it, and has has pushed me into the position that I'm in today. You know, seminars in their um, in their ideology are to help a business professional gain credibility and gain that all-important connection with a lead, a prospect, to turn it into a client. You know, with any marketing effort you ever make, the whole reason you put money into marketing, efforts into marketing, is to gain that connection. And with seminars, you're standing in front of a group full of people that are eager to hear about a topic, and you're educating them on that topic. I mean, there is there is no doubt in my mind that is the fastest way to gain credibility and to gain that connection. So with White Glove, you know, we walked in into the system and it just is exploded and and has taken the industry by storm. And it's you know, Luke alluded to it. It's all risk free, but essentially, what we did is we took this old model of seminars was always always these pain points, right? That you had to learn a topic. You had to pick out what what marketing is going to work the best and I, how's my area going to perform. And then you went to the mailhouse and you bought a bunch of postcards and hoped that the, the post office would deliver them. And then found a venue, booked that thing. And then you stood there the day of the event and you're just, hands are sweating. You're worried that, oh man, I just spent all this money. You know, I just spent thousands of dollars and I'm standing here looking nice and there's an empty room. Three people. Is yeah. anybody <laughs> going to show up? Right? Is anybody going to show up? Or is all that marketing money I just blew, is that just a big waste? Yeah. You know, what happens if there's, what happens if there's weather? What happens if there's a big pile up out on 94, you know, and that advisor or realtor or attorney, they're standing in front of that room and they're, they're worried about that because that is just a huge risk that they're taking. So. Um, White Glove's first, you know, light bulb that went off is, hey, you know what? What if a what if a marketing company? What if a seminar company took that risk on themselves? Mm-hmm. And that's our our first golden nugget. Or I don't know if I'm using that term correctly, <laughs> dude. The, every but, time um, you that use golden first... nugget,
1: I get I make five bucks. So just feel that's free to awesome. just feel that's free to of... say it all five podcast bucks. long. All
2: right. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we had this golden nugget of an idea that hey. We need a company that takes that risk that that gets paid on performance, just like an advisor does or a realtor does. They get paid on performance. So why is the marketing companies getting their money up front? So we flipped that industry on its head, and we said, you know what? You're not going to pay us on our efforts. You're going to pay us on our results. Hmm. So that was our first step. And you're 100 percent right. We wanted to come up with an irresistible offer. Our first step was let's take that risk on. Let's let's not charge anybody anything until after the event, and let's charge them based on actual attendance. Right there, I mean, we can drop the mic, we can walk out, it right. goes over. I mean, uh, you, you're the, we're the only the only people in the industry that do that still. Um, but we thought, well, heck, how do you make that even better? And really that any business professional, whether it's an advisor, an attorney, or a realtor, they got into that business to work with clients, they got into that business to to do that business, they absolutely did not decide one day to wake up, be an event planner, right? <laughs> to research libraries, to find out the best traffic patterns, to avoid bridges when they're booking a venue, right? To design mailers. You know, nobody got into the financial world or the, you know, any of those other spaces and said, you know what? I'd really love to be an event planner. That's where my passion is. Mm. You know, and to be honest, it's awful planning a seminar is terrible it's a lot of work it's, it's a lot of so you're not it's a lot on the of operations libraries side. <laughs> right it's a lot of calling libraries having them say no we don't want you in here and then you have to call another library or community center or you know making sure that the dates right on the mailer you know send something out for February 30 35th right <laughs> um, all that stuff this, those details that minutiae that back end that someone registers now what? Right. You know, do you hit them with an email, a text message, a phone call? What do you, What do you do? Um, we decided, let's just do it all. Let's just have a service that does absolutely everything, so the professional can just go back to their day job. So they can do what they do best, and now they don't have to be an event planner. They don't have to be a, a marketing expert. We have a giant team of all of those people that that's what they do every single day, day in and day out. And they're going to be the best at it than anybody else. So we just come up with these two ideas, right? Take all the risk. Oh, well, Hey, let's do all the work this right now. Now you're thinking, Oh, well, I got to pick that mic back up again so I can drop it. Mm. Right. And then uh, I don't know if it was Dean or Mike, one of the co-founders, they're both financial advisors. You know, they said, Well, how do we make it better? And at the end of the day, if someone doesn't write business off a seminar, I mean one, it's probably their fault, let's just be honest. <laughs>
1: okay. um, they just stink at Brazil. Yeah.
2: <laughs> but it's still uh, it's still a wasted marketing effort. Right. But what White Glove did is it said, you know what? Meet this criteria, invest in our system, go through our training. If you don't pick up a client we're going to give you another seminar for free.
1: That's amazing, man.
2: That point, at that point, I don't know anybody in the industry that can compete with, with what we got going on and, and me being, you know, a little bit of a different background, seeing that service presented, it's hard not to get passionate about it. It's hard not to just dive right in and say, oh man, this is, this is amazing. Yeah. Cause we're not only helping the, the per- business professional but you do a seminar what are you doing you're educating your community you know on some very important topics and now if they become a client or not there's thousands upon thousands of people that have been educated because of the seminars that that we've put on for people you know on top of the business professionals seeing great success you know the the general public and the and the people that attend these seminars are getting this unbelievably great knowledge you know, absolutely for free that they can come and attend these events. So it's just, it's a no brainer. Everybody wins.
1: So you've just closed a deal. Congratulations. But don't break out the champagne just yet because this one sale could be the beginning of a long-term relationship that will help you attract new leads, close more deals and bring in big returns for years to come. Our free guide, From Anonymous to Advocate, teaches you how to turn that new client into a lifelong spokesperson for your business. To get it now, go to ReminderMedia.com forward slash advocate. That's From Anonymous to Advocate at ReminderMedia.com forward slash advocate. Take action on this today. How does, how does the client come up with the content? Like, are they providing the content they present on? Is that something you do? Like, one of the first things I would think of if I'm listening to this is, okay, you guys are obviously getting the venue for me. You're helping me get the people to come to the venue. Are, do they come up with the presentation themselves? Do most of your clients come up with the presentation or do you guys provide it? Like, how does that work?
2: Yeah, it's about half and half. Um, what we will do is we will market the event and it'll have a general topic, uh, maybe social security, maybe taxes and retirement, maybe first time home buying, Um, and either the professional will come to us with content that they are already familiar with, that they've gotten from their broker-dealer, for example, Um, and we'll just vet it, we'll make sure that it matches our marketing message, and then they can use their own. Hmm. Um, If a professional doesn't have content, then we have strategic partners that create all that stuff that gets FINRA reviewed and all of, you know, goes through all the compliance and they handle all that, that stuff for us. And we have um, partnerships with a variety of um, experts in that field and we'll just point them to pick up some content there. And, um, and usually it comes with a pretty significant discount if it's coming from
1: white gloves. So, so I'm curious, like you guys will book the venue You'll get the butts in the seat. You'll make sure people show up. You'll give them the content present if they don't have it. Do you coach them on actually presenting? Like if they're terrible public speakers, do you guys coach them on presenting or do they? <laughs> do they? Well,
2: well, you know, I don't know that you'd be able to do it. Like we probably wouldn't work with you, but <laughs> in, uh, the I'd have a probably great help shot. them out. Yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> but you guys will give tips to your clients on public speaking and stuff like that or?
2: Yeah, so right now we're doing about 600 to 700 events every single month Jeez. all across the U.S. and Canada. So each one of our account executives, uh, many of which have been with us through, since we started for four years, um, they all go through training with a professional seminar coach. They all get trained directly from the founders who are financial advisors who do seminars. On top of that, they are consistently talking to Presenters in the trenches. So they're hearing what works great, what is terrible, what absolutely not to do because you got terrible reactions. So anytime uh, a professional is working with White Glove, they will get access to an account executive. And these guys are absolutely just That's phenomenal awesome. day night. I like to call them on weekends and holidays. They're always always on their phone. I mean, they, they're Well, I would imagine,
1: like, you know, one of the things that holds people back when they're thinking of doing a seminar would be. The fear of public speaking, yeah. right? That yeah. you fear it more than dying yep. is you know, what
0: they say. I don't know. If that's you would true. rather be in the coffin at your funeral than be yes. giving the eulogy at a funeral. Dude, I've never thought about it that way. <laughs> <laughs> people are more scared of
1: speaking in public than they are of death. But you guys will actually coach them. So I'm curious, like, if you do, if you're doing all that, like, what's the number one reason why people aren't doing seminars? Like to me, it's like. I don't know what there is to to lose and I'm just curious of like what you have found in talking to the real estate agents out there talking to the financial advisors like what's the pain point that's holding them back is it the education that they don't understand what seminars are because it is not a common lead generation strategy that's talked about in the real estate world I know it's really big in the finance world and it's and it's been that way for a while but what, did, what do you find? What, what is holding people back from trying seminars? You know, where are the pain points there?
2: I think the, the biggest pain point for, um, for uh, in the real estate world of people just latching on to seminars and realizing it's such a great tool is just what you said, that it's not in their culture. They have other sales method, method, methodologies that they're totally used to. And when you say seminars – it's almost like, well, what do you mean? Why would I stand in front of a room and teach people on something? But right. Like, It's just, it's not a natural, oh, hey, this is something that I should do. And I think the biggest selling point when we talk to someone in real estate or even some of the attorneys that we talk to, we really have to pivot. Instead, of you talk to a financial advisor, you say, hey, we're going to take all of this pain off your plate, all the risk. They say, absolutely, sign me up. When you talk to one of the other professionals, you have to—you really have to um, explain to them that credibility they gain by standing in front of a uh, an audience and educating them—that that connection, you know, they're its not ingrained in that culture. So that connection, they—they they don't know how powerful it can be. I was sitting down with a um, a gentleman just last week, and he told me that he used to do seminars. He used to be an advisor. He's not. Moved on, he's doing other things. And he said, five years after he gave a seminar, someone stalked him on Facebook, reached out to him and said, Hey, you were that guy that did a seminar at, at this community college, right? And he was like, Yeah, that was me. And he was like, Great, I am ready to do all my investing now. Huh. How can we connect? Wow. Five years later, that's how powerful that connection is when you stand in front of an audience and say, Hey, I'm, and you're not selling anything. You're just giving them value. And that person immediately sees you as an expert, a professional, and that go-to. And I think that it's just not in the in the culture, I think, is what we're um, – one of the biggest pain points when we're talking to someone in the real estate field or even the attorneys. It's just not naturally in their culture. Advisors are way ahead of the game in this. They've been doing it for years. They're seeing huge success. They're writing tons of business off of it. And they understand how powerful it can be, and it's it's almost like this secret when it comes to other professions that hey guys Correct. this is yeah. a huge marketing tool that works amazing, and it's it's just uh, just kind of under the radar for a lot of people.
1: Well, I think there's a key um, point that I would uh, make to everybody listening to this is one of the keys to seminars is it's an educational seminar. It's not a sales pitch. It's not a timeshare, right? Like you're not going to get pitched a timeshare. Oh, you're not inviting people to pitch them a timeshare type idea for right. your business. Right. You're educating them. So if you're a real estate agent, you had mentioned like first time home buyers are, <clears throat> and imagine, you know, you get the mortgage rep that you use all the time to come in and talk about interest rates and talk about the difference in your payment. If your interest rate is here versus here, or, you know, if you think about it from the standpoint of like. How do you know you have a good investment? Everybody's into investing and flipping these days. Like, how do you know when's a good investment, when's not a good investment? You're educating people on a topic that they want to come to. And from there, I'd call it, like, this is my new thing, is calling you the SME, the subject matter expert. you got to be the SME of your industry. That's what you're trying to do is you're trying to make people go, who's the authority on this subject matter? Like, who's the authority on, you know, astrophysics? Like, who's the authority on theology and philosophy, right? And there's names probably popping into your head of people you think of. And, you know, it's the same in real estate. If I say real estate right now, who do you think of as the authority on that subject matter? And you better hope if you're in real estate and your community, people are thinking of your name. And a seminar is a way to do that. I'm also thinking from a marketing standpoint, not only do you get to educate the people who are coming. You get a follow-up with those people. I bet you anything, you could film your presentation, splice that up into content to use on your social media. Now you're, you're giving yourself a, a, a basically content creation to use in your drip campaigns and your nurture campaigns, and it paints you, again, as this value-driven business versus a transactional-based business. So just wanted to make sure I pointed that out, that it's educational. It's not sales though you want to close, like you're doing it so you can ultimately close. Right. But it's educational. So answer this. Oh, absolutely.
2: You know, Lead with value.
1: Correct. Right. So in advice for like, you know, starting out and doing a seminar for people, right? So they're sold on the idea. There's something they want to try. You know, what are the things they have to think of? What do they have to prepare for? You know, what are the things they're going to have to think about from a tip standpoint that you could give them? so they can execute well on a seminar that they do? Because even if they choose to do it, they're still going to have to execute it well. Everything takes good execution. It's not like you guys can do, you guys can do 99% of it, but they still have to execute. They still have to do the public speaking. They have to do all those things. What are some of the tips you would give?
2: Yeah, so there's a couple of key points when you're giving a seminar that you absolutely just have to nail in order to have a successful seminar. And we'll... We'll walk them through if they, if they sign up. We'll help them with all of this. We'll help them in development. We actually have a um, professional seminar coach on call that uh, anybody that works with us gets a free one-on-one consultation with this guy. They record their presentation. He will walk through a deep dive with them and help them hone all of their skills. And he's going to say a couple of the um uh, things that I'll, I'll tell
1: you right now. Is this, now, this guy Frank? Are you talking about Frank Maselli? Frank, dude. Oh, I am absolutely guys. Oh, Frank the right audience, now. listen. This guy is a freaking beast. He's awesome. This He's guy, awesome I heard him speak one time. I was just like freaking trying to take notes. This guy is unbelievable. I think we're gonna do a webinar. We're taking aren't we? notes like this, yeah. right? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, he speaks. Uh, you know, like. Crazy. That means he's very, very captivating. Oh. I've, I've yeah. really rarely heard speakers besides really big speakers like Tony no, he's, Robbins. He's and that you stuff. can watch
0: and just learn but, how to speak from watching him speak. Yeah. Like so
1: regardless f- of the, all the value and content he'll
0: give you, you can just watch him and be like, I, yeah. I, I want to be like that.
1: So Frank, Frank is also. I think we're going to do a webinar. We're, with him. we're doing I think. a
0: webinar with him. Um, I don't know if it's going to come out. I before have no after this idea podcast. of
1: dates or anything. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It'll be. We'll, we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah, we will. We'll put it in the show notes. But anyway, so Frank, give us some uh, of the tips.
2: Frank actually did live seminars back in the day. He was a producer. He did three or four thousand of them. He used to say that he got one hundred and ten percent appointment request rate, yeah. meaning everybody in the audience would request an appointment, and then he'd get a call the next day and, "Hey, this is Joe. I wasn't at the event, but my buddy was there, and he said I need to call you." <laughs> That's, a That's how powerful <laughs> seminars can be when you when you really hone your skills. So. Couple of things that that you absolutely need to do if you're if you're going to host a seminar, whether it's with us or you know all on your own, whatever, um, is the the first thing that people think they need to do is get up on stage and introduce themselves and talk about who they are and what they do and and kind of brag up on themselves a little bit. Or they might have somebody introduce them and and say oh, all these accolades how great that person is. And um, at the end of the day, like. My suggestion, check that ego just a little bit and don't worry about that because the people in the audience, you haven't earned that right yet to impress them. So when you first open a seminar, you know, whether you call a power opening or cold opening or flashbang opening, I mean, open with something that gets them to engage and gets them to lean in like, oh, man, this is going to be good. What's this guy going to talk about? Right? If you walk out there and nah, I'm Luke Hickory, I've been president of Reminder Media for blah, 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 blah. Dude, like that's my
1: already, intro. You're killing my intro. They're getting back, right? <laughs> off, think. I'm leaning forward yeah, right now. I know. I know you're Luke. It says so on the
2: paper in front of me. Like, we well, you're telling me things I already know. Right? So just ditch that. Don't do that. The common pleasantry. That's a great point. They're, yeah. they're, a waste of, they're a waste of time. Get to that later. Tell them who you are. Don't open with that, right? You got one chance to make a, a, a great impression and use that with a story, um, uh, some sort of very uh, emotional opening. Um, one thing that you, if you're giving a seminar and you should always do is talk about your why. Why on earth are you in this business? Why are you passionate about what you do? What drives you? Your ultimate why story, Share that with the audience. You know, if you stand up there and say, Hey, I'm here to make money. Well, yeah, you just lost them. But if you say, Hey, you know what? I, I've done this X, Y, and Z. You know, I helped somebody do, do this, this, and this. And that's what I'm passionate about. And that's what I'm here to do today to, to help you guys navigate this tricky system of, of. Buying and flipping a house and knowing what to look at so you don't get, you know, saddled with a a poor investment that ends up ruining, you know, not just your life, but your family's life or whatever. But explain to them why you do what you do and what you're really passionate about. Everybody likes money, but that's not what drives people. What drives people is that passion to do what they do because you can make money doing anything. Right. But you picked a specific industry because you're passionate about it for a very specific reason. So figure that out and share that with your um, attendees at your seminar. So those those two things absolutely always um, incorporate. And then the final thing I'll say about doing a seminar is once you've packed them full of knowledge and you're you're wrapping up at the end. First, don't end on a question and answer. You know, everybody does that. Just don't, because now you're letting somebody in the audience dictate the last thing people hear before they walk out of the room. So you're gonna let the one guy send out a very tiny, minute thing that only applies to him, and now the other 20 people in the room think, oh, that doesn't apply to me. They've already cooled down, the lead's getting colder as they're getting up and walking out the door. So have a question and answer, but do it earlier in the seminar. At the end, end with something very clear, concise, a reason for that person to meet with you, a reason that person needs to talk to you, and don't beat around the bush of saying, you know, thanks for coming, have a great, you know, just just give them a very clear reason, a power close, that the seminar's over, you've got some great information, your specific situation's going to be different, come meet with me and I will do X, Y, and Z. And just set that out, make sure you say that at the end of your seminar. So throw that question and answer a little bit before that, um, and make sure that you're not letting a, an attendee dictate the last thing in everybody's mind.
0: So ultimately, you're at the end of this. You are pulling it back towards the appointment, right? Your goal with the seminar is to schedule appointments with those attendees.
2: Oh, absolutely. Yeah. So you're you're using that seminar as value. And now after that hour, that 90 minutes, you've shown yourself as credible. You've shown yourself as um, being an educator. And then, you know, at the end of that, you're saying, you know what? Your specific situation is going to be different. Come meet with me, and we'll analyze that. We'll go through that. We'll we'll look into your you know your specific situation, and we can we can help you out. And and these examples.
1: You know, what's interesting is that I always tell people if there's if you have some type of emotional reason of why you got into the business, i.e., you have a story that like you're a real estate agent. And you went through the home buying process and you got screwed. Share that story. Like open up with that story. If you, you, if your mom got screwed in her investment, you know, or whatever it is, like open up with those stories because the emotional – it's like people don't buy on logic. They buy on emotion. And people also don't yep. connect with you on logic. They, they connect with you on emotion. They connect with you on this. Like you're searching for like Tony Robbins calls it like rapport. And rapport is like this harmonious relationship that you're trying to get into. And one of the real tactics to get into rapport with people is to build camaraderie. And how do you build camaraderie? It's by sharing experiences with people that they can relate to. Mm -hmm. And so when you're thinking about planning, and this is good for even like, that's great advice for even like your listing presentations and stuff. It's like, don't walk into the living room for your listing presentation if you're a real estate agent and start with all your accolades. Like, I love the idea was telling the story of why you got into this business. And connecting, it. if you have an emotional one, I obviously don't make one up. So if you don't have well, an emotional one, tell it. Yeah, I was i was 11 it, years old trying to buy my it. first home. No, but it's <laughs> like if you have a story, connecting emotionally is so, so powerful. So, Brad, tell the audience kind of where, because, you know, I want them to take advantage of white. I believe in white gloves so much. Uh, so it's white gloves. If you guys can't tell, meaning like. I wanted Brad to come on this podcast. I believe in this company so much. I've seen so many of the testimonials. I've gotten to know these guys. These guys are super genuine guys. And at the end of the day, it's a no freaking brainer to try a seminar. Yeah. It literally is no risk to you to try this. And I think there's an untapped market, especially for all the real estate agents out there. I think it's just untapped. Think of the top producers in your industry right now or your area. Are they doing seminars? Yeah. And and, and where I connect seminars in the real estate market in this, it might be a little bit of stretch for people, but follow along here is open houses. Mm -hmm. You have people coming in like what's one of the best ways to generate leads in real estate is open houses. So when you start out in real estate, you go and you host an open house. If you don't have a listing, you go and host it for the top producer because there's people coming and they're searching for the education of what you have. They're searching for homes. They want to see what's on the market. Seminars could be literally like an open house for you. And these guys can actually get the people to come. All right. you have to do is show up. So tell people where they can find you and where they can learn more about White Glove, how they can try one of these risk-free seminars.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Easiest way, whiteglove.com. We like to keep it simple. You can hop on there, fill out a uh, um, lead form and just, just tell them you heard about us on the on the podcast here. Um, and absolutely. We got a little chat function on there. We try to be as, as quick to respond as possible, um, and just you can come stalk me on on social media and, and reach out to me too. I'm I'm always willing to talk to people and, and give a little bit more tips, advice, insight, anything. So,
1: absolutely. Can I also ask you why the name White Glove?
2: White Glove Service, as in we do absolutely all of the work and take all of the risk. We do, right like the old. Old butlers wearing the white gloves where they do absolutely everything. Your personal That's seminar butler.
1: That's it. Brad is my <laughs> That's personal butler mother.
2: now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brad just is my, my communications director. Cringe when you said that. You just see that just flashing on our
1: website. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually think it's an incredible name. That's why I wanted you to explain it because I think it is truly what you guys are doing. I actually walked away the first time I met these guys. I want to share the story because I think it's really relevant and a testament to who they are as a business. First time I met these guys, and we went out and did a pitch together at an annuities firm, and Hearing their pitch made me come home to my own company and go, man, how do we, how do we go that irresistible for yeah. our clients? Like it made me as a business owner go, man, how do, how do I create an irresistible offer? Because their offer is just so good, makes me feel bad about my offer. And so that's just a <laughs> testament to what you guys are doing at White Glove and you're producing. You guys are growing like crazy. It's unbelievable. I think you just won an award, right, for one of the ones companies to look out for. In Michigan, right? I saw that picture yeah, on LinkedIn.
2: Like There's so many awards now. I can't. I, oh, my God. So, <laughs> so many.
1: Straight, now the accolades yeah. come out. Now yeah, the accolades. He's already yeah. shared his story. <laughs> now he can give his yeah, accolades. At the end, that's fine. Right <laughs> at the end,
2: that's cool. I already built my credibility.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Dude, Brad, I love it. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for being here, explaining that to the audience. We appreciate you coming on and doing that. Thank you all so much for listening. If you liked what you heard today here on Stay Paid, as mentioned in the beginning of the show, please go onto iTunes, give us a five-star rating, make sure to leave a comment. Also share this podcast with a friend. It really helps us get the word out. You can find our podcast in video on staypaidpodcast.com and you can get a hold of me or Luke by emailing us at podcast.remindermedia.com or you can find us on Instagram. We are at Podcast, And of course, you can check out Reminder Media on social media. We're going to put together a great irresistible offer right after this podcast for you guys. (laughs) We are at Reminder Media on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn, and Pinterest. and You can find all of the resources, all of the links that Brad talked about that we mentioned in the show notes of this episode. For this episode of Stay
1: Paid, I'm Joshua Steich. And I'm Luke Akery. Guys, the action item is really easy, but I think there is truly an untapped market in seminars. Um, I think in the real estate business, I would say in attorneys out there in the financial services business. This is something you guys know. This is something that's proven that works. I think White Glove is the best company out there that you should take advantage of because not only have they mastered, obviously, the irresistible offer, but the way they go about getting people in the seats is truly some of their secret sauce. So they're actually getting people in the seats and they're not wasting money for you. But as a real estate agent right now, Try a first-time home buyer seminar or try just a seminar on what your home is worth. Think about what a popular thing that you do when you go door knock. You go and ask for, you know, hey, would you like a free CMA of your home? Would you like to know what your home is worth? Because we have a lot of homes in this neighborhood. Think about your farm. We just did a farming webinar where we talk about how you're, you're nurturing this farm of a thousand homes imagine going after that same farm to invite them to a seminar where you talk about how to value your home and then it's a perfect way for you to get an appointment at the end because, hey, your home is specific. I can run your specific numbers for you if you would want to and give you a free CMA of your home. So reach out to White Glove. That's the action item for this podcast. I believe in these guys 100%. So check it out, whiteglove.com. Remember, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every business is Top Producers Take Action, so take action on that today.